Welcome back to What Season Are We On? This is episode three. I'm Pyle. I'm Mallory. And today we are talking about careers. Are you in charge? And all, all the things, fun stuff that comes with. Yep. All things careers. Yeah. And kind of a stressful topic, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, this episode gets a little bit deep. Just, you know, being in our 30s and or almost 30, 30-ish. Is that what we say? I know. Yeah, 30-ish. Don't, don't. Layla was like, you're 29. I'm like, thanks, Layla. <laughs> Whatever. So am I. <laughs> but yeah, being in your 30-ish era and like what that means for your career and for the path of your life kind of going forward. Yeah sit around vent with us a little bit yeah hopefully you can relate or not relate to all the stuff we have to say also if you have any advice um as we go we uh would appreciate any podcast recording tips absolutely you can um find me at at mallory m-a-l-u-r-e-e-e um and mis- you can find me at at pile p-a-y-a-l vita v-i-t-h-a do a quick check-in how was the weekend how was yeah. your time with me this weekend <laughs> <laughs> all right we, neo was very fun i we went to the oc fair and neo mario and robin thick performed and that was really fun i had low expectations but good show good show i'm with you i had fun too i think i had opposite i was so excited to see them like total blast from the <laughs> past and then when they actually performed i was a, like a little disappointed neo was good neo was good yeah i think uh i was a little disappointed in robin thick but i also think i just didn't know all of his songs yeah so i didn't enjoy as much as I enjoyed like Mario and Neo, but he was I, uh Ramathic was getting down. He was moving, but mm-hmm. like there was a little struggle to like jump up on the pad the piano. Yeah. And I was like, oh our age is showing right now. <laughs> like all of us sitting out here in the audience or like eighty five percent of us would also struggle getting on the piano. So Yeah, I would take oh. yeah. Well, but I mean he did it. Sad. He he had his whole family there. Mm-hmm. Um that was cute. Um, I really thought he had adult children, as I've been saying all weekend. But, you know, his little kids are super cute. They were um, really cute. He had the whole fam. Uh, but overall, you know. Still put on a good show. Like, it was exciting. Yeah. He was, like, you know, dressed. And was like, all right, we're jamming out. Yeah, his outfit was really cute. He yeah. had, like, a little sequins, black, uh, no, sorry, green Like, black green, on. though. Yeah. And it was nice. I liked I was it. into it. I thought he was going to throw his jacket into the crowd, but he threw it backwards. Um, He's like, I don't know. I need this later. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I need this one. I can't be given. This is part of the set. But he did go out into the crowd, which I thought was also pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Also, were you at, were you still at Neo when he brought up people from the audience? No, I had already left, I think. Oh, um, one of the girls he brought up um i know her she's uh really? one of our friends friends brother's girlfriend friends 
Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we just met at a recent wedding. So I was like, that really looks like her. And then did you the, ask her? No, I didn't ask her, but the friend whose brother's girlfriend it yeah. is was with us. Um, oh, so, so he was like, wait, guys, that's my brother's girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So we're here another week in another, another week, episode. Yep, we're doing so good. No echo. We're, know. we're really, we're really on a roll this time. We finally figured it out. <laughs> All it took was us not being together. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so sad. I know. Honestly, I. Know. I all the setup like if anyone's out there starting a podcast all the setup was really fun though like I did enjoy like trying to figure this out even though it kind of played us but I know we we've tried every possible spot in my house um (laughs) to figure out and we got like these cute chairs and we tried Raj's office Um, we tried the living room so we really tried um but our mics just kept picking up each other so if anybody has a podcast and knows how to fix the echo problem yeah please. while together in the same room yeah yeah send us we the, would love tips. the advice mm-hmm. yeah so i think this week um let's talk about our jobs our careers you we, had an interview this morning yeah you want to give did. us a little layout of your background of like where yeah. you were a year ago and and- a little bit of a little bit of a lot yeah okay yeah. um so my background, I guess I should, should start by, you know, I, my sister and I started a new company about two and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it they was kind of our my engagement ring first. We did. That is true. Uh, <laughs> um, and, you know, with our family being in the jewelry industry, we, it was kind of like a natural thing for us. We kind of knew that we wanted to do something. And then during COVID, Sony was born, but I was still working full time. Like I was, my background is primarily in like tech sales. Um, I was working at a cannabis tech company. So I was uh, in a very fun kind of emerging space. I was an early hire at a startup. um, So I got to do a lot more and had a lot more flexibility in like the sales process and kind of figuring out how we were going to be successful and how we were going to get clients and like really doing more than just actually selling a product. Yeah. Um, and I loved it. And I think I really thrive in a startup like environment. I like to build is kind of what I've learned about myself. Um, but I unfortunately was affected by one of the rounds of layoffs, um, that my company had done. And, you know, when that happened, I was kind of at a weird point because I didn't know if I wanted to go full time with Sony Company or if like we weren't there yet. I just didn't didn't really know. Um, right. And so I took the layoff as being laid off as like a blessing in disguise. I was like, all right, now I can spend some time. I can really figure out if like I can do Sony full time. And we had a couple of really cool opportunities coming up, like the Netflix filming, and we were getting a lot of traction the second half of 2022. So, you know, we were really excited. But I think, you know, also my time was being taken up by 
the wedding planning and that honestly took up way more of my time that yeah. was like a full-time job for me a hundred percent and so i think you know raj and i had kind of an a conversation about it and i was like look like what like where are we falling here and like i want to take some time to see if something's gonna work and so basically we were like all right that we have about a year here like take some time really put everything you have into sonu and let's get through wedding planning and all of that and then we can kind of decide if, yeah and post all of the really cool things that happened with sonu and like yes our sales have increased and everything i just i just don't think we're we're there yet i think we're 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 Still getting building. there. We're, yeah. Yeah. We're now getting organic appointments from like random people through our website. And like, that's the goal, right? Like trying to build that brand credibility is right. our biggest hurdle and we're getting there, but slowly. Um, and so, like you said, organically, right? Like you're, you're creating a space in an industry that's already like a major industry and like you're carving out yep. your spot and trying to get people who are like outside of just your circle and that's a huge feat all on its own. Yeah. And that I think was the biggest indicator that something was working. Um, yes, you know, very, very thankful for our community and our friends and our family and all of the referrals we've gotten, but really the, the random people that book appointments or decide to get their engagement ring from us, um, really are the, the, like the true, like, joy feelings right because this is someone totally different that found us it's not just yeah yeah um but now we now it's about been about a year um i got laid off july of 2022 and you know i've kind of started looking and interviewing again um but every day i go on linkedin and i see more and more people getting laid off and more and more people going through the struggle of what applying and job hunting and interviewing right and and it's exhausting and it kind of becomes like your job is to interview and like find a job I mean just in our own friend group and I'm sure like this can relate to a bunch of people out there like we've had at least three layoffs and people who are like of management type roles it's not like they're like the entry-level position that have gotten laid off with this huge wave of you know layoffs in tech and other industries yeah and i think that's the hard part of trying to find work now there's so many people the job pool of people looking has gotten pretty big in tech and like I'm looking at like salary ranges for some of these roles and they're like half of what I was making. Wow. And I'm kind of like, wait, am I really about to take like a 50% pay cut right now um, for and do like triple the amount of work? Yeah. Yeah. And it's hard because I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I want to be able to like, and you know you're Get in- qualified for more than that right yeah and like some of these roles and like i've and i've been applying to to role in ranges that are a little bit lower 
And I think when that rejection email hits my inbox, like something inside of me, like, uh, cringes so hard. And it, I just like, I feel like I've kind of been stuck in like this, like frustrated headspace because I'm just yeah. like, never had to deal with it before. Um, I've kind of always had that security and I've always been working or I've always been doing well or something, you know, I've been, but yeah. There's never and been right a now, professional pause. Yeah. And right now I'm just like, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, yes, I had an interview today and and it was just like at the end of it, basically it came down to that I was overqualified and they their range that they had set aside for this role was like 50, 50K. And I was just like, am I going to be, like, making less than my 23-year-old brother right now? Like, right. Um, that's, like, I was, like, oh, my God. Like, and my brother is um, – my brother just moved to New York. He got a new job out there. He's thriving. He right. is excelling, yeah. doing great, and he's moving up in this company. And it's great. But, like, with someone with three times the amount of experience here, it's I'm – tough to hear. Yeah. It's tough to hear. It's a it's a real uh, eco check for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I I think this is so relatable to so many people because watch these videos or you see people or they're talking about their interviewing and stuff like that and it's kind of all the same, right? Like I'm overqualified for this position and that's why I'm not getting hired and I was willing to even take the pay cut because I'd rather have some sort of income or, com- you know, something happening. Something. And it's it's rough. It's really rough out there. And you kind of point to yourself like, is it me? Is it the companies I'm interested in? Like, yeah. what else is happening? Or is it that they're looking for More someone- entry level at a lower cost. Well, yeah, exactly. And... I think, uh, yeah, so I think the inter- interview went fine. Um, it is another cannabis company, and mm-hmm. I think my industry knowledge plus my experience at LeafLink, like, really kind of show that, like, I I know this space. Like, right, I, you're comfortable. Yeah, and I think, uh, thank you, TikTok. I learned, I kind of went through the rabbit hole of, like, interview questions. Yeah ask back and I, I I really wanted to get a feel for kind of coming from a, a startup and coming from some you know another cannabis company I I kind of knew what I was looking for and what I wasn't looking for and I think you know those questions really helped me also kind of learn that like you know I I don't want someone that's going to be on me 24 7 like I don't need you to sit on every one of my calls like yeah you still want some autonomy in your work life yeah like I want like yes I I I you know I want someone that I can kind of come to if I need some help or kind of check in with and kind of do that you know that normal I guess I only have it to base off of my last manager. Right. But but, like feedback, like going back and forth and like, I'm looking for you as like a resource rather than like someone who I'm, I don't need a babysitter. 
Right. And I don't know. I'm just like, I'm just in this funk and I'm looking and applying. And sometimes I'm like looking when I like feel like I don't know what I'm looking for sometimes. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, should I look into, you know, other roles that I might be interested in? But it's also like, then you read through the thing and it's like, oh, we want 10 years of experience. And I'm like, oh, okay, next. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's so tough. It's so tough, especially like you're going into your 30s, you know, in our 30s, you're like in a more established role. And you like kind of see your trajectory like going up and like, okay, what's my next step, whether it's within the company or like in the role, like, how do I keep going from here? Yeah. So it it's definitely a blow to like, sorry. Yeah. And if you had asked me a year ago, spring of last year, like, like, that's where I was. I was like, okay, like, we're doing great. I'm like, yeah. crushing it at work. I'm involved in all these projects. I had so much upward momentum at yeah. that moment. And and then for it all to just like stop. Yeah. Was a was definitely scary. I mean, yes, severance was great. Yes, EDD was great. But like all of those things ran out at some point. Yeah. And yeah. and once the quietness of post wedding and the quietness of post Netflix. Right. There's like not, not it, that there's not enough to fill your day, but like your routine is not the same anymore. Your like progression of the day isn't the same. You're not like yeah. going in and checking in your projects and figuring stuff out. You're just kind of like, okay, what are we doing today? Right. Which yeah. I guess is like, because you can kind of see both sides as an entrepreneur. Like, what do you think gives you, I guess, number one, freedom? But also like number two, like a like a stable mindset. Cause you can have freedom and be like out there wilding, right? Right. So like pros and cons of each, what do you think? I I think with um with my like corporate nine to five, I did have a little bit more stability in my day. Um, because as someone in sales, you know, I had I, I had an SDR team that would set those calls up for me. So I had, right. you know, set internal meetings or check-ins about projects or demos that I had scheduled. Um, and I had a pipeline that I was like actively working and right. very thankful for my time in kind of the corporate side because I can take some of that structure to my Sonu side. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if we have a clear pipeline that Godel and I can go and check. There's like a CRM attached. There's like you get all our, the like processes and structure. Yeah. It's that's more what organized, I'm used to. right? Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm used to. And because we are not growing as fast as I would like, nothing happens overnight. And right. I know that. And that slow grind is like, we're figuring it out. I see both sides. Um, I do wish I had a little more structure in my day. Like if. Yeah. To help your mindset, yeah. like, stay on track of, like, okay, this is still our end goal. And, like, we're taking these steps to hit that end goal. Like, I could totally see that. Like, you're if you're kind of just, like, waiting for stuff to happen, then it mm-hmm. becomes more difficult because it's intangible. Like, you know stuff needs to happen, but you can't, like, make it happen any faster. Yeah. And trust me, we've tried. <laughs> and we you know, we're really, we're really trying and God, when I talk about it, 
with Agajal and I have a a daily morning check-in. Um, it's basically our time to go through all of our orders, all of our pending kind of miscellaneous yeah. things that we need to go through. Um, and every day we're like, we'll get a new appointment or something. And it's like, yeah, oh my God, look. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's such, a, it's such a, it's such a moment for us. Um, next topic, I can ramble about this forever. I feel like it's <laughs> just been like a looming cloud over me. So I've kind of just been word vomiting all day. No, um, but I think that's like, it's good because I think number one, a lot of people are experiencing it. And number two, like, there is a huge push for people to become entrepreneurs and everyone like sees people on TikTok and Instagram mm-hmm. like that have done it or doing it and like, oh, I'm making so much money. Like, why would you ever work at a company now? But there is this whole realm of like that didn't just happen because you started filming yourself. Like there's yeah. work, so much work behind it. And it it's great when you get there, but mm-hmm. there's a whole process and a whole effort you have to do to get there dude creating content is hard and at first you know I definitely was on like that side of like oh it's easy they're just like doing this you know right. but no once I started making like trying to make content for myself or even my business I was like oh my god this is so yeah. much work and you have to always be on it like you have to be consistent consistent and you have to have it in the vault already. Like you can't wait for something to happen and then push like, oh, now I want to jump on this trend. You have to be out in front of it, super aware of what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yes, there is that side of, you know, becoming a content creator. Because I, I feel like influencer is not even the right word for it now now you have actual content creators yeah and like UGC creators to like mm-hmm. help them produce the amount of content they're putting out yeah i mean but it, then there's also that whole side of you know a traditional nine to five there yeah. you know we yes we see such an increase in those trying going becoming content creators full-time but then we have like y- like you you're in an office every yeah. day every day and you know and i think my do you have to is like even m- not rare nowadays but like even more like kind of traditional because i do work for like a restaurant group right so our the philosophy is if the restaurants are open and the people are there then like their support which is like the corporate office should also be in the office and be there so there is not really like a space for us to like oh get a work from home whenever you want or like Mm -hmm. flexibility throughout the day it's like no we're open from nine to five like we'll see you here interesting wow that is yeah i mean also a very different mindset than like like the tech industry right like ezar has that flexibility i had that flexibility um to be able to schedule my day how I how I wanted to right and I had the flexibility to work from home where I wanted when I wanted to or while I was traveling I could take my laptop and be at work get the work I yeah a hundred percent um how do you feel about that like how do you feel about because there was a time where you were working from home right Um, no because I started in the office after COVID Okay. So I went like 
straight into the office all the time. Um, I kind of see both sides of it. There is like sometimes as like a true millennial, I'm like, I also want to have like more flexibility and just like I can work from home, throw in a load of laundry, like the rare days I like do stay home and work. It's like I you do feel like you kind of have more freedom to like get things done that um, you can't do while you're in the office. But on the other side of it, too, like a lot of times, like Ezor is working till eight o'clock at night. You know, he starts at seven, like kind of depending. And for me, it's much more of like after five thirty, six o'clock, the office is pretty much empty. So it's yeah. like if you're staying after that time, it's kind of like, OK, like, thanks. But like, n- no one cares. Like the office is closed. <laughs> like go home. Right. Come back tomorrow. Yeah. So <laughs> there is kind of like a almost like bumpers around you that you can't like really get too far off track and you're the boundaries like kind of set right so people have a little bit of a backstory how long have you been with the restaurant group started with the company in 2015 took like a two-year break I was a restaurant manager um came back to the company I kind of I kind of went from like a very management position kind of stepped down to be like second management because I didn't think I wanted like all the responsibility Mm -hmm. and very shortly after that I realized I like you said I didn't want someone to like double check my work and like babysit me all day when I felt like oh we knew that you could do it yeah we have like the same skill set and like this is different so um pretty quickly I took back my own restaurant um and kind of bounced around and did to a different restaurants and kind of helped in that role. Um, and it wasn't really until I would say like me and Ezer got really serious and Layla's obviously getting older that I kind of realized like the restaurant schedule wasn't very conducive to like raising a family or like being with someone who has such a traditional and flexible schedule. Cause he yeah. would be like, Oh, I can work you know, four hours today or five hours today, whatever. And like, let's hang out. And I'm like, oh, I'm actually halfway through a 12 hour shift. Like there's no way I'm leaving right now, you know? Yeah. Or like your weekends right. were you and your Mondays that you were there, you were at the restaurant at like 5 a.m. every Monday. Right. Um, and you, you know, so it definitely is different when you have like the same time off right like the same kind of like schedule pattern mm-hmm. um so that's kind of when I started looking into this corporate role popped up and I applied and even when I started in the role I kind of felt like I took a step down I mm-hmm. and it was kind of a, I remember you saying that it was like a half step down but mostly sideways and they did really well they pretty much matched my same salary I took a little bit of a pay cut but there was wasn't drastic and then you get this Monday through Friday schedule and nine to five and I'm off on holidays and they cater in lunch every Monday like all of these other perks kind of the benefits right quote unquote (laughs) right but for me it was like a totally different environment like it felt like I was working for a different company so it was kind of like oh this is very interesting you know yeah because where what it from the role that you had the next step would have been like a regional right director yeah so i would oversee like 
you know, five to six restaurants instead of just that one. And I remember mm-hmm. there was like one guy and we had kind of kind of been parallel in our roles the whole time. And then they gave him like this huge region. And I remember thinking like, oh, I messed up. I should have <laughs> I should have stayed. I should have stuck it out. And I, I would have been able to like, you know, make more money, be in a different role. Um, but now that I'm more comfortable in the role and I did recently like get promoted. So mm-hmm. that promotion kind of put me back at the level I was. So, you know, within a, a year it happened. Um, it does kind of feel like, okay, everything is pretty much where it should be. Yeah. Um, and I, I am learning a lot. It's a whole different kind of skill set. I definitely keep thinking like, okay, what else? What's more out there? Yeah. And I think I that's get that uh, I do too. I, I think even when I was still at LeafLink, I still had that itch of like, I want to do more. Yeah. What else is out there? You know? And but then sometimes the grass isn't always greener on the other side. hundred percent. And, you know, I, I see these stories of people that are bouncing from company to company and what that's doing for their salary and right. like their skill set. And then like, I, you know, I stayed at Leafling for four years and, you know, yes, you get like annual merit increases or promotional increases or, bonuses, but they're never as drastic as moving to a new company. Um, Yeah. And so like there's two sides of that coin, right? Like we see the one side of people are like, don't stay in a job more than three years because mm -hmm. then, you know, um, inflation will get you. You're going to lose money. You're going to lose skills. But then you also are in the position of like, what if you are out there applying and you don't find anything that's going to like push you up significantly or you trade off to another company that did give you the bump but like the amount of work or the culture is totally different yeah Yeah. so it's still a risk I think for sure I agree I agree you know you aren't staying long enough to really hone in on a skill set yeah and Um, the reality of it too is like our generation the next generation after us they're okay with hey this isn't working for you continue on it but the people in like the highest level of management are still not into it so if you're bouncing around every three years and you go for an interview with a hiring manager who's been in that role 20 years plus like some of the bosses i have at my company they're gonna look at you and be like well explain the eight lists of jobs you've had like, <laughs> why do you leave every year and a half and if you turn around and be like oh because the money like more money okay bye yeah for sure but also like right now like we were saying like i i'm look, i'm the roles my equivalent roles or roles that are out there for tech sales are offering like way way less so right. yeah it's not always you know, greener on the other side, you're not always going to get that significant pay bump or that pay bump in general. Yeah. You know, a lot of people, like you said, are settling for less because they need to get something, food on the table. Yeah, something is they better need than to, nothing. Mm-hmm. 
like I've even looked at non-tech sales jobs I'm like should I just like go and do other things like I don't know yeah I really went back and forth to if I wanted to get my Pilates certification and then I figured and then I learned how much it costs to get your Pilates certification and (laughs) I was like wait it's how much (laughs) (laughs) am I willing to invest the rest of my severance into this (laughs) especially because like the roles like if you go to a studio even if you go to like an equinox or a club studio or a private pilates studio right you're getting paid like not a lot right and that and that's when it becomes like almost like another entrepreneurship because you have to you become your own company you have to Mm -hmm. work for multiple gyms now you're tied to these schedules right classes it's not like equinox hires you to run all of their pilates classes they're like okay you got the eight o'clock slot like see you later or like set what time you want to teach class no it's like a all right you're teaching during this window right yeah you lay out your roadmap for your life right like this is what i foresee happening in my career in my life this is kind of like these are the steps i'm taking to get there and then something happens, a roadblock happens and totally takes you off path. And you're, you kind of got to deal with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. And, and all these people are like, Oh, when are you going to have a baby? And when mm. are you, when are you and Raj going to have, start thinking about family? And I'm just like in this little hole. And I'm like, I can't even think about that right now. Like I'm too busy trying to make sure that I have an income coming in that I feel comfortable that I'm ready to have a child. And do you think those people asking you that question even think about that? Or do you know? None of them are thinking about that. Do you think they don't think about it because that's not their reality or because they're just like, think you'll be fine. Like you and Roger. It's not their reality. Hmm. Like my parents, like, like you clearly see how much like this, like, job hunting and this like no steady income like this you know this shift of what's happened in my life has has been on me mm-hmm. but you're sitting here like oh have a child and i'm like with what wow <laughs> like i don't even know what what i'm doing right now i don't even know like what my you know next roadmap yeah yeah i don't even know that yet like i can't even in the right in in my right mind do that like i'm sure i'm you know i'm sure if we if we did get pregnant and we did decide to have a kid right now like i'm sure it'll be fine yeah Um, you'll figure it out whatever we'll figure it out i've done more with less for sure but i just kind of feel like if this is a conscious decision that i'm making then I'm not ready right now. Then right now is not the right time for us. And like I tell you all the time, thank God we have the luxury to make these decisions. Like in yeah. a lot of ways, even our parents didn't really have the choice of, yeah. right? Like our parents are not that old, but like there was not a Planned Parenthood you can just walk into and be like, birth control, thanks, like, bye. Yeah. It, or it wasn't socially acceptable right it was like oh mm-hmm. we know what kind of girl you are and like our that's just one generation up you know right and my mom is like not even a, i feel like my mom's not even a full generation up yeah it's it's which crazy. is which is that crazy. in itself is crazy right? 
but I, but there's such a huge difference in our mentality in like what we will, what we will put up with. Yeah. And I think that has a lot to do with your choices of career. Yeah. And why Mm -hmm. this is becoming a decision, right? It's not just like, oh, I need to get a job. So I'm just going to sign up for the next job. It's like this. Or hey, I got married and my, my next role here is to have, is to be a mom. Right. And to manage a household you know those responsibilities and those kind of gender norms are different now yeah yeah and even one more step out of that is like the economy is different we live in southern california i know it it takes a lot of money to have a family to do the things we live the lifestyle we want to live yeah period right like I love going to brunch with you guys. <laughs> you know? I love going to brunch by the water. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. It's like we do live in a realm of like a lot of luxuries in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And a part of the reason we're able to do that is because we made choices in our career and we made lifestyle choices. And it's you have to pay the price somewhere, right? Yeah. And I think that's also what gets to me, right? It's like, you know, we, when Raj and I were both making six figures, like, okay, we didn't have to worry. We, one, were saving, but also like living the lifestyle that we wanted. And it was like not a second thought. But now when there's only one of those, it got cut in half. Yeah. Yeah. And I think for me, it's like, if I'm going, like, I don't want to have to compromise, like, f- experiences for my family. You know what I mean? Like, for your we future were very, family? Yeah, yeah. We were, we were, you know, my dad and my mom, like, we were very privileged and we really got to do a lot of very fun family experiences. And they made sure that we had exposure to all those things, mm-hmm. like sports and extracurricular school things or tutoring right. or family vacations whatever that was like they really were gave us that exposure and I want to be able to do the same and I think they're with the way that the economy is now and what pricing and inflation and all of that like it is very difficult to be able to provide the same yeah I don't know I don't know. I like, under, I know what I'm trying to say, but like, I don't think I'm doing a great job of getting it across. It, it kind of becomes that I think everyone wants to do this. It's like you want to give your kids more than what you had. Right. Mm-hmm. And so if you came from a background of you had all the exposure, you had the opportunities. If you wanted something like your parents would go and make it happen mm-hmm. or help you make it happen, whatever it was, right. you know, like, how do you then turn around to your own kids and be like, well, actually you can't do that. Yeah. It's yeah. That's tough. It's so tough. Mm-hmm. Wow. A little bit more of a serious, uh, serious, serious note today. I know. Um, but what are, what are fun things that you have happening this week? What are, give me something <laughs> fun. Some, some uplifting. Um, well, keeping it in the tone of work. Um, you know, there are some like small wins sometimes and you just gotta be like, whoo, we made it out alive. 
<laughs> like I know I've been telling you like I we have all these projects happening it's been pretty stressful and today like I finally made it through like I'm now at like the 75% mark of like the projects so there's nice. like one big chunk left and then it's like I can breathe a little bit so it kind of feels like you know when you're like bobbing in the water and you like sometimes yes, you're under the water almost... oh this is <laughs> actually this is how my boss explained it to me and I thought oh my god that's so perfect you go to the beach right and you like get hit by a wave and the first one's like yeah. a little bit small and you're like oh that was fun like okay I'm going back in the water and then the second one comes and it's like <laughs> bigger and then you're like oh shit like okay I gotta brace myself but then you turn around and you don't see the third one coming and then you just start spinning in the water and then sometimes you come up and you're like, oh, I got a breath. Like, okay. I'm... And then another one comes and you're like, oh shit, now I'm really drowning. <laughs> like that's how it was for a good like three weeks. So now I feel like, okay, I'm like crawling back onto the shore. I'm almost the there. Is... Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's a good way to put it. I do feel like, yeah, sometimes it's just like you're stuck in the, in the tide. You're like, oh no, yeah. oh no, okay. We're good. We're good. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, um, we had one of, like, our partner companies, like, she came in and, you know, sometimes it just feels really nice that someone's like, you're really great at your job. And I'm like, oh, like, thanks. And, like, she's, like, basically my counterpart at this other company. And she's just like, I just, like, really appreciate all your help. And I'm like, oh, like. Sometimes you need it. Yeah. Honestly, like, sometimes it's just a, uh, um what's the word I'm looking for affirmation um, appreciation yes. Uh, yes all of those things that like you know all of this effort and you feel even when you're bobbing in, the, in and out of the water that like you know somebody and your efforts are being valued yeah yeah so that was that was cool but um this week's kind of mellow how about you okay um in terms of Sony, we've got some really exciting rings coming out. Our pipeline's looking looking fat. They, we love yeah. that. And so for <laughs> anyone who is not a family or friend listening right now, where can they find Sonu? Uh, they can find Sonu uh, at sonucompany.com, S-O-N-U company. Um, you can also find us on Instagram or you can – you can reach out to me and I'm happy to help you and get you started on something beautiful and something custom. Yeah. Fun this 10 for like 10% off, right? Referral. <laughs> <laughs> we do have a referral, a referral program actually. So if some, you refer someone to us and they decide to move forward with us, we will send you an Amazon gift card. Ooh. So, you know, we are trying to yeah. incentivize. Um, yeah. So we're, Slowly, slowly. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Cheers to whatever's in your cup. See you next week. Bye.